Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Brian Irwin, uh, former football coach of the two-time state champion, former two-time state champion uh, head coach of the Lamar Cougars, also a number of other spots in the Metroplex uh, and in Central Texas, as well as a head coach. Uh, Brian, also a University of Texas alum. Uh, Brian, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, Bobby. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad we're making this a regular thing. Uh, during the season, we're going to have every something every Monday called Lunch with the Coach. You'll be the uh, special guest and uh, hope to break down a little bit of what happened uh, the weekend before. But let's talk today about Quinn Ewers and the decision uh, that Steve Sarkeesian had to make. Um, we, we talked a little bit about it last week, uh, but at that time, there had been no decision made. We debated whether or not he would go with uh, Quinn or uh, Hudson Card, who had a little bit more experience. And, and we talked at length about that. Um, were you surprised by this decision at all? No, I, I felt like even I know we talked, you know, after the spring game and and I feel like then that, you know, Quinn would probably end up being the starter. The dynamics involved, his upside, um, his talent, uh, you know, he just he just has an ability to throw the football like unlike most people. And, uh, you know, it comes out, he, he splash, his deep ball splashed down. He's gonna he's gonna give us the best chance to make plays down the field. I think his quick release is gonna help in the RPO game. Um, he's got Moxie. Uh, he comes from that you know championship pedigree. You know, and Hudson does too. Uh, great kid. Uh, we're, we're gonna need Hudson at some point this year. Um, but uh, you know, Quinn's the guy, and um, we're excited about it. I think I think uh, Sark obviously made the right decision, and I know. You know, it, it wasn't taken lightly. There's a lot of evaluation, a lot of hours, a lot of video, a lot of coaching that went into this to try to make that decision. Yeah, you mentioned that, and I think that that's that's where it. it, it I think fans um, and even reporters at times get uh, caught up in the the uh, brouhaha, so to speak, of the ins and outs. Um, you know, yours uh, is a little bit different in the card in that he is more of a downfield thrower. A little mm-hmm. bit more of a gambler, I would say, right? Because mm-hmm. he has such a talented arm, mm-hmm. um, and you have to weigh all of that in, uh, right? And yeah. there's never, yeah. you know, it would be great if there was always one solid answer at every single position. But football and life just doesn't work that way. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. We know we're going to take the good with the bad. Uh, there's some some rough times coming, obviously, throughout every football game and and every opponent. But, um, you know, I think Bijan said it the best the other day. I read an uh, interview uh, with him midweek, maybe last week, and I forgot whose article it was. But, uh, you know, Bijan said, hey, this is on all of us. You know, this is not on the quarterback. This is on the offensive line, the running backs, the receivers, the defense getting three and outs. I mean, we, we don't need to be in shootouts with people. We need to stop people. We need to get off the field. Uh, we need to establish a running game. Uh, the better our running game is, uh, the better Quinn Ewers is going to be. The fewer drops we have at receiver, the better Quinn Ewers is going to be. And uh, the better our defense is, the better Quinn Ewers is going to be. 
Yeah. Hey, Brian, um, you're a former coach, obviously. Uh, I don't, I, I'm sure you've had a quarterback battle at one of your stops, right? Mm -hmm. uh, how does, you know, take us through what that looks like. Obviously, Texas football takes on this whole other dimension because of uh, the profile of the program. But what is a coach really looking at in, in those those decisions? You know, leadership, uh, who who owns the locker room, who's got command of the huddle, who's who's got the, the trust and respect of their teammates, guys that work hard. Uh, obviously, the talent comes into play also. They, you've got to have arm talent, um, the ability to make plays off schedule. I think that's a big one for Quinn. He, he He's going to have that ability to make plays off schedule, throwing from different arm angles. Um, and, you know, so it's a combination of talent and, and leadership, the, the tangibles and the intangibles. You you can't just go with the most talented guy if if he's a turd, if he doesn't have the, the respect of his teammates, if he's not dependable and accountable. Uh, they've got to have they've got to have both. And both of those things are taken in to account uh, in their in their daily evaluations. Let me ask you this. Uh, I'm hearing uh, that, uh, you know, there's already been a change in approach in in and the coaching of uh, Quinn Ewers at this point, once he's named starter, he saw all of a sudden it goes from just being an AJ Milwee meeting a lot of times with uh, Quinn Ewers and, and Hudson Card into Steve Sarkeesian kind of inserting himself into it. Is that kind of normal? Uh, your your offensive coordinator or quarterback coach kind of takes it through uh, the first couple of weeks, and then once a decision is made, it's it's all in trying to figure the, this thing out and get it going in the right direction. Yeah, you know, it's the dynamics here at Texas right now are a little bit different because, you know, Sark is a former quarterback, quarterback coach. So that that plays into the you know effect there. I think maybe some of it, too, is, you know, Sark may try to remove himself early on, you know, from the decision-making process. Hey, A.J. Milwee, this, this is your quarterback. You know, you, you, you evaluate him daily, and uh, I want your input. Who, who, who did you choose to be the starting quarterback? So in a way, Sark, not really pulling himself out of it, but definitely getting somebody, you know, AJ's uh, input into that decision-making process where AJ's got ownership of that uh, just as much as Sark does. Yeah, and that, that, that's just a you know awesome buy-in uh, from his for his coach, for the staff. They feel like they've got value, and um, you know that goes a long way. Yeah, it's it's also gives Sark that thirty thousand foot view, right? Yes. As opposed to just being so focused on on one aspect, it gives him the ability to to kind of look over the top of it. Um, ask you a little bit about Texas as they go forward now. Uh, two weeks out, thirteen days uh, until the first game against ULM. They come calling in two in uh, uh, DKR. Mm -hmm. Brian, they start a little bit of prep game prep this week. Uh, but you're in your experience uh, on the college level too. How much of it really is still fall camp, and how much of it is game prep? I mean, what what's the the mix there in your opinion? And when does it, you know, totally get switched on to complete game prep? Typically, anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... 
To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. I would think by now, um, they're probably 75% game prep, 25%. Let's get reps. Let's get conditioning. Um, and out of that 75% game prep, I would, uh, I would probably venture to say a large percentage of that is going to be some Alabama stuff. Um, I would, I would spend this week really taking a, a, a long look, getting a lot of reps. Kids don't have to know it. You know, you're throwing formation schemes, concepts at, at, at your offense, at your defense, and you're telling them, Hey, this is ULM, but it's really Alabama. And so, uh, and then save the, the ULM prep for next week. I mean, that's, that's a game. Certainly we're, we should win. Um, and you can still a few days here prepping for Alabama. Gotcha. Um, you know, Brian, it's been now, uh, we, we talked, uh, we saw the practice together on Tuesday. Um, and then, uh, we, you and I talked on Thursday, uh, before, uh, Sark named, uh, Quinn Ewers, the head coach, or the, uh, quarterback, excuse me. Um, in, you know, now that you've had a few more days to really think about it, were there any things in that scrimmage that you really take back and say, hmm, I've thought about this a little bit more and I like this, I didn't like this. What, Anything like that that you really took away from that that you can add to what we talked about last week? I, I just – I think the energy, I, I go back to that. I, the, I like the energy. I like the way we practice. I think we're competing. I think we've got a lot more depth. Uh, those, those are things, you know uh, – definitely pleasing um you know we're we're still as we all know probably another year or two away from being a a really dominant football team a dominant program and i think in the next year or two we will be based on the trajectory of everything's going but we're still a year or two away we're going to be a very 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 good football team this year um you know eight nine ten wins are not out of the equation i, I wouldn't really put a win um, expectation on it, I would put a, hey, we need to win every game we're supposed to win. And then let's win one or two we're not supposed to win. Uh, I'm not sure what, you know, besides maybe Alabama and possibly OU, you know, there's probably two or three games maybe we're not supposed to win on paper. Uh, we need to win one or two of those and then win every game we're supposed to win. Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, the new faces and the number of them. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian, uh, Brian, has over and over uh, mentioned just how many new faces he has on the roster. Mm -hmm. um, it is a considerable sum. It's almost more than half the roster is tur turned over in his two years. Um, and so uh, the preponderance of guys going out there now, you know, Jerry Hamilton uh, had an article for Inside Texas uh, today talking about all the redshirt freshmen and freshmen and where they're at. I'm going to do a, a, a I'm, me and Jerry are actually going to discuss that video uh, for tomorrow morning on Monday uh, or discuss that topic on, on Monday because it, I, it was kind of eye opening just how many young guys are out there. Um, a lot of people don't remember that Xavier Worthy is just a true sophomore. Yeah. I mean, he is a, a focal point of this team, yet mm -hmm. he's so young. Um, getting those guys ready. It looks like at least two true freshmen are going to start on the offensive line. That's the looks of it. Mm -hmm. um, you're talking about Brennan Thompson, who we think is going to get a lot of reps at receiver just because of his ability to take people downfield. Jalen Gilbo is a, is a corner safety uh, 
that's filling in number one at the star position right now with Jade Barron out. Um, Ethan Burke got some reps in pass rush situations. How do you, as a coach, how do you incorporate uh, so many new players into an existing group that does include some really good players like Bijan Robinson, like Roshan Johnson, um, even like Jake Majors, who uh, is going to be a three-year starter now at center? I think it starts in the offseason with with the culture that um, that Sark has stressed, you know, so much and emphasized so much. Uh, going back to seeing the, the weaknesses and deficiencies we had last year from a culture standpoint and a toughness standpoint, and I think that's been the primary focus. When you build that culture from the inside out, hey, the guys, this is what this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. These are the expectations, you know. Um, that's the culture that's built. So it does, I, I mentioned it the other day when we talked. It doesn't matter whether you're a freshman or you're a senior. It doesn't matter if you're making $1 in the NIL or a million dollars in the NIL. The best players are going to play, whether you're a freshman or an upperclassman, um, whether you're highly ranked or not. The best players are going to play. We're going we're to put the guys on the field that can can play. It's a performance-based game, and there's no doubt Sark and his staff have re-implemented that culture. Uh, I'm sure they tried to get going the first year. You know, COVID and things like that really hampered them. The facility – uh, deficiencies hampered them, uh, but now that culture's got to take take hold. Yep, I I, I completely get it. Uh, speaking with Brian Irwin, uh, two-time state championship uh, coach for the Lamarck Cougars, also uh, a coach around the state of Texas. I think at one point you were the youngest high school coach in the state of Texas. Where was that at again? That was in Italy, Italy, <laughs> Texas. The Italy, gla- Italy Gladiators. <laughs> so Brian has been around the block a little bit for in the Texas high school coaching ranks. Um, Brian and I will be doing a weekly uh, segment called Lunch with the Coach every Monday this uh, coming year. I want to thank real quick, Brian. We we actually got uh, our very first sponsor awesome. for the show uh, is uh, Laura Baker. Uh, she's with Keller Williams uh, in Austin area. Uh, so we're very uh, excited about that. Uh, and she's going to help us bring uh, Brian to the show every day. Brian, thanks for taking your time on a Sunday. Uh, I appreciate it. I know the fans enjoy hearing from you. They, I, I talk to people uh, in and out of, uh, you know, online and in person, and uh, they really enjoy hearing a coach's viewpoint. And uh, thank you uh, from all of us for bringing that forward to us here at Inside Texas and on Texas Football. That's awesome. Thank you. We're looking right. forward to it. Season's uh, about to kick off. Getting excited. <laughs> You're ready for it, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Brian, for Brian Irwin, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this episode of On Texas Football.